But I think about that, and I think about how God uses us in so many different ways. And the series we've been going through uh, with Christmas time and Advent is an exciting one. But today we're going to talk about the wilderness, because this is just something that, that we go through. And I'm going to look at it in two different viewpoints today as we kind of process through this. And so if you would, turn with me into Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, and read along with me. Jesus, then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, tell these Tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you. And they will lift you up in the hand so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came, and they attended to Jesus. The wilderness. Jesus went, and he had to spend some time to be broken down, to be able to conquer what it was that was thrown at him. This is the beginning of Jesus' ministry right here. This story is is a crucial story to what we then leave out in the rest of all of Matthew and Luke, Mark, and the Gospels. This story sets it up, and, and Jesus faces the devil just as we do. You know, there's three parts of this, and, and the first one is the lead-in. You know, that's the lead-in. The Spirit, the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. The Spirit took Jesus and led him into the wilderness. And so we see this. When we look at the lead-in, I wonder sometimes how many times are we self-led? Think about that for a second. How many times are we self-led to the wilderness? How many times do we put us into a state where we are just kind of consumed by what we believe to be nothing? Where we're consumed by everything and we can't, we can't venture to see out past that. Sometimes we find that in, in depression. Sometimes you can be so depressed and caught in such a mood that you feel like you are alone in every single step that you take. Sometimes we find that in anxiety, addictions. Man, addictions can put you into a place that you can't see anywhere past that addiction. All it is is that every time that you try to get past that, it just seems like it's sitting there in front of your face. And all these things just seem to build up as you lead yourself into the wilderness. I think that people lead us to the wilderness sometimes. I think sometimes we let people get to us. And we let the words that people label us with, 
to put us into a place that we can't see any words past that word. And so all of a sudden we are in a place where we just feel like we are alone. I love Hannah's testimony. You guys will get to hear it in a little bit, but she refers to a time at Far Retreat when she started to realize what her actual label was, coming out of the wilderness and to see what God had in store for her. And it is exciting. The Lord leads us to the wilderness. The Lord will lead you into the wilderness, and it is an exciting time when he does that because it's usually because he's going to show you something new. He's going to challenge you. Sometimes you need to be broken down a little bit to be able to accept the challenge. I think of the word moving and movement and different things like that, and when you think of those, when you think of those words, sometimes for that to be able to take on, for that to be able to happen, you have to be willing to move. And sometimes whenever we are stuck in our own ways and we continue to do our own thing over and over and over again, and we are stuck in the tradition of how we're going to do things and the way we're going to do things, we can't see past that. And so we need, for movement to take on, we need to be broken down a little bit. We need to take some time to be able to spend, to be able to hear. He points something out to us in the wilderness and prepares us for what it is that he's going to challenge us to. I tell you today, I promise you this, no matter how old you are, whether you are a child in here or you are 100 years old, God has something prepared for you. He has a plan for you. I promise you that. We just have to be obedient to be able to hear it. The next part in the wilderness comes, and that's that fight. There becomes that fight in the wilderness, that fight where, where it just seems like it's that battle that goes on between that. And you see Jesus, where Jesus is in the wilderness, and the devil comes, and he tempts him. The devil comes. He's 40 days without food, 40 days without food. He is hungry. He is tired. He is worn down. You can see that in the proof because the angels come down and tend to him whenever he is done. And at your weakest moment, that's when it's so easy to, to dive into temptation. When you haven't had that sip, of, that sip of alcohol that you're trying to get away from the alcoholism in your life and you get away from it, you attend AA meetings or whatever it may be that you do, and then all of a sudden that bottle appears in front of you. You're at your weakest moment there. I remember a student of mine maybe eight years ago. It's probably been eight years now. 14 years old, addicted to marijuana had tried other drugs, but marijuana was easy for her to get to. Dealing with these issues, she fought it. That was the first time in ministry that I actually walked through with an addiction with somebody. And there were days that she would end up in school and the teacher would say something to her that just didn't seem right to her, and she would let that teacher know exactly how she felt about him. And there were times that she would be walking around elsewhere and, and something would happen and she would just break down. I'll never forget the, the text message I got one day whenever she was trying to figure out how she was going to get through what she was fighting through. She was in the wilderness fighting. And all it was was getting past that one temptation. 45 days later, we celebrated with her as she conquered that addiction and didn't turn back. And it was an exciting time. 
it was an exciting time because we rejoiced in that as we watched what happened. But here's the thing is that that fight, you don't have to go it alone. But if you, if you go at it alone, you find yourself in a place where you can't really see what is taking place. You get mad that you are in that place. You get mad and then you get angry because you feel like you're alone because you put yourself in the wilderness. You put yourself in that place. You experience darkness and anger and separation and loneliness takes place. I can remember a time in my own life where it just seemed like everything that I did was wrong. It seemed like every step that I moved, something was happening to criticize that. And I couldn't break it. And I wore it. And I wore it. I put myself in this place of darkness, in this, in this place where I just, I just couldn't break out. And, and, and I remember it affected our marriage negatively. Kristen and I would fight and we'd get upset with each other and, and she didn't like who I was. And I didn't know that I didn't like who I was because I was in such a dark place that I couldn't see anything past that. And I felt lonely. Though I had congregation around me, though I had a youth group around me, though I had a pastor around me, though I had my wife and family and friends, I still felt alone. And I tried to fight it alone. But in that time, I was dealt with decisions that had to be made. Decisions. And, and, and the two ways of going about it is, is to go about it in fleshly form and say, this is how I want it to be. This is what I want it to be. But the challenge is, is turning that over to God and saying, God, how do you want it to be? How does it look to you? And then to make those decisions and to process things through with him. And, and, and so I ask you, do you let the Lord guide you in that fight? Whatever the fight is that you're dealing with right now, I guarantee you that if you walk around this room, everybody is dealing with some type of a fight right now. It may be caused because of illness. It may be caused because of an injury. It may be caused because of an addiction. It may be caused because of many things, a terrible spirit, rumors, all sorts of things, and it plagues us. But you don't have to go through it alone. God wants to walk through the wilderness with you. He wants to be there with you when you follow through the wilderness. The wilderness is tough. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever watched that Bear Grylls show? Like, that guy is insane. The things that he eats, I just sit there and go, good night. That is perfect for youth group. And uh, you go through and you see some of the things that they do. And I love the new ones. Like, I used to watch the old ones, and it was just him, and he'd just get dropped off, and he'd be in the wilderness alone, and you're like, dude, you're not alone. There's a camera following you around. Like, did anybody else not get that? But seriously, so here he is. He's doing his thing. Well, now all of a sudden, the new show, he takes celebrities with him, right? And so now he's got celebrities, and I love that because I think it's hilarious to watch some of these guys that, man, they're like, where's my Fiji water at? But now they got to drink out of the stream. I couldn't do it. I'm just saying if he ever calls me, I ain't going into the wilderness with him. But you go into it together. The wilderness is tough, but listen to this. There is no battle too tough for my God. All right? And so, so, so many times, the, the, I, I hate the saying. I'm just going to say it right now. I hate the saying. If you say it, stop it. God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. It says in Scripture, God doesn't give you, show me where it says that. God gives you stuff that you can't handle, but you need to handle it with him, and he can handle it. I promise you that. 
God will throw stuff at you, and sometimes you just need to rely on him and lean on him, and you will get through it. I promise you that in the wilderness that you will break through it. When the devil comes after you, Jesus will protect you. Jesus is there. He has you wrapped up in a suit of armor, and he is ready for whatever is going to be thrown at you. I'm excited about these kids that are being baptized today. I'm excited about what they're doing in their step and their walk because here's the deal is that this is, this is the start of that ministry. It was a start for Jesus, and I'm excited about that. But the devil's going to throw stuff at you. He's going to say that you're not worth it, that you're not a part of it. You shouldn't be doing this. But I'm here to tell you that you are because the closer you get to Jesus, the more the devil's going to pursue you. You got some big things ahead of you, and I am excited because when you get done with that fight, you have an outcome. There's always an outcome. I tell you, I went to history class. I may not have done very well in history class. I have some friends that can contest to that. I was worse in Spanish. Don't even get me started on Spanish class, but I made it through. But I'm pretty sure that in every battle, there was an outcome. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I think with every battle, there was an outcome. I'm processing through right now the great prophet books. And every battle that takes place, there is an outcome. With every king that took place, there was an outcome. With every single thing that happened, there is an outcome. And so when you go into the wilderness, there's going to be that outcome. And here's the deal. If you separate yourself. If you have separated yourself in the wilderness and you said, I don't need anybody. I can get through this alone. I can break this addiction alone. You're wrong. We were created to go through life together. You want proof? Go to Luke chapter 9. Jesus sends his disciples out two by two. Man, could you imagine they could have hit 12 towns in one day if he would have just sent them out alone. But he didn't. He sent them out two by two. Because you need that accountability. You need that help. You need that person that's going to raise you up. And God is with you always. When you go at it alone, you're going to find a disconnect. This disconnect leads on to separation. A separation of mind. A separation of spirit. And a separation of physical. A physical separation. That outcome is not a good outcome because it just keeps driving you down into a place that you can't, you can't seem to see pass through. That's an ugly place to get. I've seen it. I've seen where that outcome leads you to. I have watched as, as people have, have attempted to take their own lives because they ended up in the darkness and they couldn't see anything past it. There was no hope. There was no future for them. It seemed like every time that they turned, they, they couldn't go anywhere. It seemed like every time they turned, they were being called something else. Or, or they were being labeled with something else. Or they were, they were wrong in everything that they did. And they couldn't seem to get it right. I've been there. Just being honest with you, I've been there. I've been when it just seems like I can't get past it. I can't get through it. Seems like every time you turn, something is wrong. It's a bad place to be. And I'm thinking there's a lot of you in here today that can say that you've been there. You know what that loneliness looks like. But I promise you this, that if you allow God to walk through the wilderness of life with you, you're going to be victorious. 
you are going to be victorious. Just as that song sings, I'm going to see a victory. Man, I'm going to see a victory. I could sing that over and over and over again. It seems like the theme in Christian music lately has been victory. Bethel music, a lot of songs about victory. The victory is yours. You're riding on the clouds. I'm going to see a victory. And it goes on and on and on as we are going to be victorious in what it is that God has for us. Because I promise you that when God is involved, he is going to create within you. He's going to create something within you that you never thought that you could have. I never thought in a million years that I would be standing here right now preaching the gospel. Ever, ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. You can ask any of my friends, any of my family. There's a lot here today. And they're going to say, uh-uh. The only, the only time that I ever wanted to be a minister was, was like my senior year of high school in home ec. When I wanted to be able to... Uh, well, I, my, we had this mock wedding, okay? We had this mock wedding, and I was like, dude, I want to be the pastor at this mock wedding because my friend's getting married. But then I ended up being the best man. There was only two guys in the class, and so I had to be the best man, and it was, like, it was cool. But that was, like, the only time ever in my life. But then I realized that there was some things that had to be changed. I realized that I found myself in some places I just couldn't escape. We got away from tradition. Being honest with you guys, we got away from, from the church that we were at and we moved to a different church that challenged us in new ways for a while. We ended up going back to that church and ministering there. But it had to be to get out of the old to be made new. God wants to be victorious in your lives. New beginnings, fresh starts, a new path. When you allow him into your life, into your wilderness, you will be victorious. He's going to use you to achieve big things, big things that, that better yourself to be called to better other people. Don't look in here. Don't come in this room and say, hey, that's for the pastor to do to better other people. No, it's not. It's for you to do. We have to do this together. We have to go through life together. I promise you that. I want my students ministering to students. Yeah, that's what you hired me here to do, but I want my students ministering to students. I want to see my young students, my junior high students, ministering to my high school students. And they do that sometimes because God has prepared them, uses them in big ways to do big things. He will use what the enemy meant for evil, and he will turn it for good. He is going to answer you in ways that you never thought. Answering and healing will take place. I promise you that if you turn it over to God, healing will take place. Addictions will be broken. When you see that chains will be broken, man, it is the chains that you get chained down to that you just can't seem to escape. And I know that you know that feeling. I know that there's times that you go, man, I cannot break this. I cannot get away from this. I don't understand it. You can break through it. You just got to get your J.K. Dobbins on. You can break through any line. You can break through any line and get those yards, and you're just going to get a gain, and it's going to be great. And I'm excited to see what God continues to do, not only within this church, but within this country. How exciting is it right now to be able to look out and see what's happening right now? 
to watch these pop stars give their lives to Jesus and now touring. They asked me what I thought would be a good, a good act at Sunfest at Mount Vernon. I said, Kanye West, bring in the West. Um, but you heard a story and he's victorious because walls came down, mountains will crumble, and he was victorious because he's got Jesus and that big things took place. I love this story of the wilderness because you know what happens before the wilderness? I'm talking to those of you in here that's getting baptized right now. You know what happened before the wilderness took place? Jesus was baptized. Jesus went to John and he said, I need you to baptize me. And John said, no, sir, why would I baptize you? You are Jesus. I could just imagine that. I just think about that just for a second, okay? Imagine that with me for just a second. Brian Parker, Jesus walks up to you and he says, would you baptize me? Brian's like, uh-uh, that's you, man. I don't know if there's somebody in this room that's gonna be like, yeah, let me do it, I got it. Like your reaction is not gonna be that. That's kind of how John was. He was like, no. But Jesus said, no, no, for it to be fulfilled. I need you to baptize me. For his ministry to begin, he needed to be baptized just as you're gonna be baptized today. Your ministry's beginning. You have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but now you are proclaiming that to your friends, to your family, to your church. You are ready to start what God is calling you to, and that is to be victorious. But I promise you this, that there are gonna be times of wilderness. There are gonna be times when God is gonna lead you into places that you do not wanna go. He's gonna take you to the west side, but that's okay because he's with you on the west side. He's with you on the east side. He's gonna be there with you, and I promise you that when you rely on him, big things are going to take place. Would you stand with me? Here in just a minute, we are going to, to baptize. I'm gonna ask those that are getting baptized this morning just to start making your way on over to this side of the center. And if you're, if you're gonna be reading, I want you to do the same thing, come over there with them. But here's what we're gonna do just for a minute. I just wanna, I just wanna sing that song one more time because God is gonna be victorious. He is gonna take what the enemy meant for evil and he's gonna turn it for good. And I want you guys to proclaim that. And then after that, we're gonna celebrate, all right? Here's the thing. I'm just gonna be real with you guys right now, okay? Being real with you. You ain't allowed to sit there and put your hands under your butt and sit on your chair. You guys better be excited for these people that are making this, making this step. We need to go crazy for these people, all right? Look, I know, I know what y'all did last night for the Ohio State game. I'm just gonna be honest right now. I sinned, I went to bed at halftime because I was so tired and I wanted to be ready for today, but I know how you guys were being last night. And that's what I need from you guys this morning. We're gonna celebrate, we're gonna be excited, and I'm so blessed to be able to be a part of this, guys. Jesus, we thank you so much for what it is that you are doing in this church. I thank you for these, these, these students, these kids, these adults that are getting baptized today, that, that they know you in a way that, man, in a way that prepares them for life, that in a way that prepares them for the journey ahead. There's going to be a time of wilderness, Father. We know that, but I know that you are going to be very much there in that wilderness. I know that you are very much there. I know that you are a part of that. And so, Father, we lift you up in that, knowing that no matter what it is that goes on, no matter the heartache, no matter what it is, you are always there. And Father, 
that we will be victorious. We will be victorious with you, that you will take what turns bad and you're gonna make it good. You're gonna use those bad things and we're gonna use them to minister. Father, we thank you so much for that. We thank you for allowing us to be a part of this today. I ask you to bless each of these that are getting baptized today. We are so excited, Father. We thank you so much. In your name we pray, amen.